Hello, welcome to Talking Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite comic book couple is Noracle. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut, and my favorite comic book couple is Steggy. Welcome to Talking Trades. John, it's Valentine's Week. It is Valentine's Week. By the time this goes up, it'll either be Valentine's Day or it'll be the day after Valentine's Day. What is a Steggy? Uh, a new Pokemon. I'm hoping it's no. Um, it, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, and then you came up with actually first for Captain America and Peggy. Steve yes. Rogers is the yes, ste. Peggy's the eggy. <laughs> Put them together. What do you got? You got Steggy. Noracle. Nightwing and Oracle. Now, while I like Nightwing, he's not my favorite, but I really like Batgirl. I like Barbara. So Oracle makes sense. And they're really cute together, and I like it. They are. So, like, happy Valentine's Day. Do you have any other couples that, like, made, weren't necessarily number one, but were, like, on your list? Uh, I know I you mean, don't like Scott, yeah. but you love Gene. I do love Gene. So Gene and the Phoenix Force? Scott's whatever. Ooh, that's that's a whole thing, man. I didn't say it was a good relationship. <laughs> uh, who do I love? Who do I love? Who do I love? I love... I, I really enjoyed the sitting in a tree with Miles and Spider-Gwen. That was, it was super cute. Um... Trying to think. Wish I had these prepared, like locked and loaded. How about you? You got anyone? Um, Batman and Selena Kyle's oh. the obvious one. Sorry, Rogue and Gambit. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Oh, so much. Um, Superman and Lois Lane's always been good. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman and Diana in like every other universe. Yep. Ever. It just makes sense because like they're both the peak of what we see as humanity. Mm-hmm. Um. Colossus and Kitty Pride is a good one. And I think um, Logan and Beer is a pretty <laughs> Logan good Logan and Beer? Yeah, dude, he loves beer. He's what about, beer. like, Rocket and Guns? Not a big Rocket fan. No, but he's a big gun fan. Yeah, but I mean, I still like the relationship, you know? <laughs> uh, Chris Pratt and uh, and his smile is a good one. Does he love his smile, though? That's true. I should. We don't know. <laughs> uh, Black, Black Panther and Aurora was another one um, that I, I feel like... <laughs> It's obvious that I have to like, and I do, because it's great. But it ended much more recently than I thought it did. Yeah, 2000-something. It was the Infinity arc. No, it was the, just before that, it was when, well, we'll talk about it and uh, and pull us. But for now, we should probably get into This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. Uh, This Week in Geek. We have some interesting news. We got some trailers to talk about. We got some upcoming things to talk about. And we have some things that are never going to happen. Let's start with the trailers, John. What trailers dropped this week that we need to talk about? Who man. By this week, we mean last week. Yes. But it was a big week. We had, let's do Jessica Jones. Good trailer first. I, I like it. <laughs> Jessica Jones season one was a stupendous. I think we both agree we both love that love show. It. It's my favorite it's... Marvel Netflix. Oh, dude, by far. Mm, yeah, by not by far, but it's number one. Followed very closely, in my personal opinion, by Luke Cage. But that's more about the soundtrack and. I'd probably put Punisher above Luke Cage. Still haven't seen Punisher. It's so good. And like, I was ready to not like that show because I can't stand the main character. But like, man, it's actually good. It's so good, and there's no super aspect of it at all. It's just an action series that's awesome. Feel like I'm biased towards Luke Cage. That's fair. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I, I just know I'm biased, so like that. But um, I will. Luke watch Cage is Punisher. very good. I just feel that if the ending, which one, the first ending or the real ending? Right. That's the kind of the, the issue. Is that it didn't 
It hobbits. Jessica you. Jones started the story it. and ended it, and it was great. Punisher started the story, ended it, great. Luke Cage left a lot of threads hanging. Also, like it had like a clear. This is where it should. You should end the season. It, yeah, like, but it was, like, it was like four or five. Yeah, but like that's, that's what I'm saying. You should have explored <laughs> that arc longer. Yeah, like you like you can't end it there now. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Like, oh, we have more after this. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah, and the rest of it's really not that great. It's okay. Like it's, not compared, it's good. not compared to the first like yeah, five episodes. It's still good, but yeah, no, it is not. The first five episodes are amazing. The soundtrack stays amazing the entire time. Oh yeah, I love that. 100%. That's part of the reason I like Misty's a treasure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's the best. Um, but let's talk about <laughs> Jessica Jones season two. <coughs> is Kilgrave back? Question mark. I hope so. John makes a valid point. How? She killed him. Maybe it's her subconscious. Maybe it's all in her head. That's what I'm thinking. I just want more David Tennant on TV. I love David he Tennant. He can be in it. I have no problem with that. I'm just like, logically, she's... Spoilers for Jessica Jones that came out like two, three years ago. She like, like snapped his neck At the end of season with one. her superhuman strength. Like, like Yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. Force ghosted. That's the only way it'll work. That's fine. I'm into that. I just love David Tennant so much. He's not my favorite doctor, but he's God. He's one of my favorite actors. That man could read me my uh, read me my obituary, and I'd be in, entertained as long as he didn't. Oh, what episode. happened? Okay, no way. That's <laughs> crazy. I did what? Uh, but it's cool. Uh, a lot. It looks to be like if you like season one, it has that same tone, that yep. same cinematography. Jerry's back, which like I'm a big Trinity fan. Not necessarily the actual Matrix, but like Jerry, uh, Hellcat. We may get Hellcat. Patsy I Walker. think we will get Hellcat. If not in costume, like doing everything but in costume. which is I think awesome. she's also going to start a relationship with her, her artist friend who is not on drugs. You think Jessica will? Yeah. That's all well and good. I need Jessica and Luke to be a thing now. <laughs> I love Jessica and Luke as a couple. They're great. I want it. I need it. I don't know if Luke Cage is even going to be in it. Not okay. He has to come in. Last episode. Hey, I'm back. Oh, yes, we did it. America. <laughs> well, he was, they were in the... De- this takes place after Defenders, right? Maybe yes. It doesn't. It does? Okay. I'm good. pretty sure. I don't know. I'm pretty I sure the Netflix series Defenders. like takes place as it's released. I never watched Defenders. Still never. Still haven't finished Iron Fist. It's fine. You don't like ninjas, though. No, I could care less about ninjas. Is it better... Is Iron Fist better in Defenders than he is in Iron Fist? Uh, it's kind of... The same because uh, there wasn't enough time to get feedback for Iron Fist because they filmed it like back to back and they filmed Defenders and Jessica Jones 2 back to back. I need a better Iron Fist. Well, season one is just kind of like slog through Defenders. Good. Season one is just not great. The further away I get from it, it's not good. I agree, but here we are. Jessica Jones 2. I don't know. It's Iron Fist isn't... The problem is it's a good show among great shows. So it stands out as not being as good, which leads people to believe it's bad. I don't believe it's bad. I just think it's average among really good TV. It's also not what the fans wanted. The fans wanted a kung fu show. They got a business show. Which I understand why There's they There's a lot more corporate espionage than I anticipated. Which is, I understand, it's a, it's a good plot story, but... People expect you get more kung fu out of Daredevil, or act, you get more fighting out of Daredevil than you do. And he can't see. And he's a lawyer. Like it would make sense if he did a lot of corporate espionage and it was like trying to take down Kingpin. And I really love the court scenes in Daredevil. It was my amazing. favorite. The trial with Frank Castle is my 
favorite thing ever. I think Frank Castle makes that scene better. I don't think Daredevil makes that scene that scene better. Well, for me, it's the challenge of how do you defend the, the undefendable. Like, how do you do this? I love it. We're getting very off track. Venom. Venom was a trailer. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It was a trailer. Yes, it was a trailer. Official teaser. <sighs> they got a lot of work to do to fix this. Fix the, bad, mean, the, the bad press this is getting. Oh, is it actually going to be bad press? People are like, what is this? Because I couldn't stand it. If you don't have Venom, don't show me a trailer. Don't, just don't. People want to see Venom. That was my reaction. Zero, like, someone asked me, like, sent me, uh, like, a Facebook message. They're like, the Venom trailer, and I'm like, zero out of ten, no Venom. Yeah. Like, just, it sucked. I will watch and darn near any Tom Hardy movie. Don't bill me on Venom if you don't have Venom. He's gonna. I know he's gonna play Venom. We. I know what Tom Hardy looks that like. For it's not like. It's not like they put a bunch of prosthetics on him. It's like, look at how they made him look. No, no, it's Tom Hardy. It's just Tom Hardy, and I love Tom Hardy, and I know what Tom Hardy looks like. I got the same exact information out of a still shot that someone took with their phone. Like, look, Tom Hardy's on set. The exact same information. There's a Venom movie coming out. Tom Hardy's in it. That's all you got. Oh, they showed the symbiote for a few seconds. Neat. They my, need to show it on a person with white eyes and a big tongue. My, I don't care. My concern about the Venom movie is if you're able to put this trailer together, that's a lot of footage of Eddie Brock without Venom. How much footage of Eddie Brock without Venom is there? How long do we have to wait as moviegoers till the symbiote bonds with him? Like, especially because how Civil War just had Black Panther's a thing, go. Spider-Man's here, go. There's going to be an origin movie. Marvel moviegoers do not want to sit through an origin story of a character they know very well. We've already and especially seen... when you're, you're changing the origin, just go with it. It's happened. You can't do the real origin, or the, the current canon. You can't do it. It won't work. So just go. Well, people, you, are saying, people are saying that life might be a prequel after all to Venom. Oh, my God. Whoever said that can... <laughs> Because apparently the capsule the symbiote's in is very similar to the capsule from the ship. Oh, okay. That's still dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're going to make this an origin movie, do it in the first... Do it in the opening credits. Eddie Brock, or the first five minutes, Eddie Brock is remembering it. Like, that, if like, uh, like Spider-Man 2, yeah. if you can remember that yes. far back. The opening credits, just while the names go, is just stills from Spider-Man 1 that like gets you caught up. That's all it is. Go into it with Eddie Brock is he's Venom, and when he's not Venoming, when he's sitting at the bar alone, he's like, God, I can't remember. I remember how I got into this, and it just flashes of him in a MRI or whatever, like flashes of that, and then you flash the symbiote. It's like, or you just have another, you just know. have another scene, and it'll fade. You do some kind of like frame on our lens or whatever on it, and then he'll like wake up in like a cold sweat, and that's how you tell it like that, almost like Deadpool, where yeah. it was like, here's the narrative cut into it are flashbacks. Yeah, because the Deadpool is an origin movie, but works really well. Mm -hmm. Because you're really thrown well. in... It's like Man of Steel, where they get in the cape really early. Mm -hmm. Like, that works very well. And you, you gotta get the audience... The, you have to get the audience what they want. I guess I'm not opposed to an origin movie. I'm opposed to an origin movie where I don't get I am at this point. Movie. I'm opposed to an origin at this point. Because but we you know just who said Venom you, is. You just said... People know who Superman is. Yeah. But I mean, like... That's an origin uh, movie. Okay. I guess what I meant was where we start the beginning without Venom 
and we learn about that's what Eddie I'm, Brock and his day that, and his before personal you, struggles. Before you cut into what I was saying, that's what I was. That's exactly what I was saying. Is I'm okay with an origin movie if it's done that way. I don't need an origin movie where I don't see Venom for half the movie. I don't want it anymore. Dead, Deadpool and Man of Steel has spoiled me. Like those are pretty. Well, people don't agree with Man of Steel. Whatever. Dead. Everyone can agree with Deadpool. Great origin movie. Boom. Bam. 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 Done. We know his stuff, and we have more than three quarters of the yep, movie to go. And the flashbacks are relevant as they come up with the main story. Very well put together movie. I just am not, especially because how Sony kept throwing stuff in Spider-Man Three, and Amazing Spider-Man Two. But Tom Holland's gonna be in this one. I don't care. It may, it's probably gonna suck. Ugh. Well, I I think they're getting the R rating they want, so that leads me hopeful. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I think it's going to suck. I think it's going to suck. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. What's that going to suck? Michaela Schifrin's new costume or outfit for the Olympics. Have you seen this? I have seen it. Now you have. Um, that's right. <laughs> so the Olympics happening right now. Winter Olympics in South Korea. Michaela Schifrin is a skier. And she is just marvelous. Now, John, I gave you that eye-rolling segue. <laughs> Why? Uh, her outfit? Costume. Uh, it's not costume. Uh, Ski wear? Outfit works. Yeah, the, her... her. What she'll be wearing on the slopes. Yeah. What she's wearing on the slopes is Captain Marvel's suit. It's so cool. And it looks great. The red, She's blonde, the red, and it looks great. Looks really cool. <laughs> Which is cool, like to see like celebrities and other and like athletes like promoting superheroes. Like when Cam Newton wore Green Lantern stuff and Superman stuff. That's cool. It makes mm-hmm. it superheroes just a thing. And I love that because I'm such a nerd and I've always wanted. I want to be part of the status quo. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be great. Um, so that's interesting that we have a athlete doing this. Have you ever seen or have you ever like? If you were designing your own suit for the Olympics, like what would you throw on yours? Because I, I swear I would just do the, just the bat suit. I just would do just I'd straight be, up, just, or, no the, quick, I, no or the Nightwing just black with the blue, like just go really simple and just go trash. Or Black Panther. I probably do Dark Phoenix stuff because I'm also garbage. You are garbage. That would look really cool though. It would. Or a Hydra one. You just do the just crest. All green and yellow. Yeah, but there's like Nazi connotation. Like I'm not super down with that. That's true. You but, could also do a Spider-Man one. Yeah, but I feel like Spider-Man's gonna be done to death by someone. True. Whereas Dark Phoenix, I don't think is same like, as Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And Batman, and Deadpool especially. Ugh. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, I would probably do Dark Phoenix, um, or someone that like I don't think they would do, like Falcon. Ooh. Is someone I love that who like probably wouldn't get love. Falcons, Captain America. Yeah, with the goggles. Or uh, um, Jean Grey's X Men suit, the yellow and blue, the classic. Or her new suit. Her new suit. Well, her new suit's cool, but like the suit she has in Phoenix Resurrection Five. I'm. Oh my god. Okay, so picture picture Dark Phoenix, right? Yes. Where there is yellow, put red. Ooh. Where there is red. Put black. Oh no! It's so cool. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. You know what else is cool? Kitty Pride. She's pretty cool. She's getting a movie. I'm so confused. <laughs> this is just like coming out of the blue. Written by Brian Michael Bendis, um, who was also like the now, which is not Brian Michael Bendis. I'm sorry. Um, 
It is written by, let me pull this up. The X-Men dude, Brian. Mm. Oh, Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, I was right. Huh. That's strange. wonder if he had the script. Maybe, because he's now at DC writing for Superman. That's actually a bit of news he's writing And I Superman. imagine that's got to be an exclusive contract. Something. That's pretty cool, though. Could he probably might get a movie? It is. I'm just wondering, is it Ellen Page, first of all? God, I hope so. Secondly, is Fox doing it? I don't know. Does that mean they're not going to reboot the X-Men? Maybe this is her. Maybe she'll be one of the first ones in the Marvel Universe. Like, she'll just be like, So boom. you start with Kitty Pride? You could just you could make it. She's a leader of the X Men at one point. Maybe you could just be. This is a new team. Maybe and they come over from another universe. I don't know. I just, in my opinion, you end it with Dark Phoenix. Yeah. You can kill whoever you want. That's that. And you end it. And then they have a different, whole different thing over in the. And then the Infinity Stones bring about the mutants, and you just run with it. Go from there. Interesting. That's how I would do it anyway. I mean, the benefit that these people have is they're much smarter than you and I. At Marvel, at least. Did be. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, at Marvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you see that 10 years picture? The, it, 10 years of Marvel? I saw that it happened. I didn't, like, zoom in and look at everyone. Yeah, like, the point is, they made that, and they made a lot of money. They're much smarter <laughs> than you and I. Now, DC movies, I feel like we could contend with some of them, you know, writing-wise. <laughs> Marvel, we, they got us beat. Except for the person who wrote um, uh, Hulk. Not Ang Lee's the Hulk. Incredible the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. It's fine. I feel like we could, you know... I think we could, we could keep we'd be right behind them. Just saying, like it's pretty stereotypical, you know. The good, the bad guy is just the good guy. <sighs> Wait, that's most of the Marvel movies. Ooh, but it's gonna be great. It's Black fine. Panther. It's gonna be great. Black <laughs> Panther. Killmonger. Um, speaking of which, totally not on the news list. The Black Panther album by Kendrick. Yeah. I you listened to a little bit of it. You're not a rap fan. Not you don't dislike rap. But you're, it's not something you go out and listen to on your own. What did you think? It was good. I've heard. Two tracks? Three tracks? Three tracks. I listened to the whole thing multiple times. I'm also a fan of rap music. Always have been. It's so good. It's so good. If you're look if you are someone who goes to the gym, put this album on start to finish, and it's just like you just keep going. You just don't stop. It just pumps blood through your body and you're just like, oh, I'm ready to go. My favorite thing that I saw was the cover, where it's just it's just the the necklace. Chichala's necklace. Yeah, that's all it is. So cool. I'm I'm like black. That's it. Whole thing. And then the the spine says Kendrick Lamar, Black Panther. That's it. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. But that's that's out of here. That's not that's not toilet left field. Just like the Joker movie, which is happening. Yeah, we'll see. Currently, the front runner for the to play him is now Joaquin Phoenix. However, I mean he's. Fantastic. Remember that time he was like crazy and weird? He's fantastic. He's a great actor. Yeah, no, I love him. But remember that time he I was like crazy him. and weird? I, I could totally see him being a Joker. But That's why I the person who I really want to play the Joker, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? Supposedly he is trying to get in. He wants to play. Yeah, he also wants to be in Star Wars. It's not going to happen. I can hope and dream. <laughs> Wouldn't you love that? I would I not, not love it. I did not kill Robin. I did not. I would not love it, oh, to be Hopper, completely was, honest. Oh, he God. should he should do whatever he wants in his own little universe. So Don't, funny. like... <laughs> I want him to do an Andy Warhol-style, like... He made a Batman. He makes a joke. Tommy Wiseau makes a Joker movie, but they don't call it the Joker. They call it, like, the Jester. Sure. And it's just great. Clearly, great. I love As long that. as it's not Canon. within the DCEU. It'd be so funny, though. Yeah, sure. Great. So funny. I'll see that. Absolutely. But I don't want him, like, 
in the actual continuity. No, no, no. I want him to do like. I want them to be like, no, 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 we're not in the movie, but here, yeah, yeah, you do your own thing. And I will we will not him sue you. In his individual endeavors, <laughs> I've seen all of the neighbors. What? It's not great. What? The neighbors? What's the neighbors? <laughs> it's his show on Hulu. He has a show on Hulu. It's a show on Hulu. He plays two parts, and the best thing about the show is it's really just a vehicle to sell the Wiseau underwear, which, from everything I've heard, are fantastic. Oh, now I need to buy some. Obviously. You're welcome. That one's free. That. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, I love him. He's funny. The Room, I, I can't watch anymore. I, I watched it once. That was enough. <laughs> it's just, I need to see The Disaster Artist, though. Oh, so good. Um, I have no segue for this. There's a new Green Lantern coming. Yes. 13-year-old little Asian boy. Uh, I don't know if he's from, I assume China, the way this is written. He is going to be, um, he is 13 years old and his grandmother dies. His grandmother's jade ring then somehow mysteriously flies out of her wardrobe and onto his hand. Turns out she was a lantern. Um, the whole time? The whole time. Now, what's interesting about this is the writer, whose name is Min Lee, Min Lee um, is basing this off of his own grandmother, who he says is the strongest person he ever knew, and she had a jade ring. So he's using that as a, as a vehicle to convey this own story. And this could be very interesting because the last Green Lantern we got sucks. What are you talking about? Just I'm sorry. This is great. I'm sorry. One of them sucks. The other <laughs> one's really terrible. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of Jessica or Simon. Baz, I, just, I, I dislike I Baz know. less. Maybe the first arc just like didn't do it for me, but I just could not. But with a comic, like if they don't pull you in right away, it's hard to... It's hard to keep people buying comics, and that's just an unfortunate byproduct of the comics industry. But I mean, I'm not, I'm already reading enough comics, and that's most people who are reading comics are reading enough comics. They're not going to be going, well, maybe I'll stick around for another arc. If they don't like it, they're not going to read it. Yeah. I've got Gwenham to read. I've got um, the Zoom War or the Flash War coming up. I got to read that. I got to read the Wardrokes and Riddles. I've got to read Metal. I've got to read the Resurrection of Dark Phoenix or whatever. It's the Phoenix Resurrection. Phoenix Resurrection. They've got to read Legacy. They've got a million things to read. They're not going to stick around if you don't nail it right away. And as much as that sucks, it sucks. But like it happened. You and I, I think, are a good case of that. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't matter to us. Like it's. Gonna... I still get to read any of the new Falcon or Captain America. <laughs> But that's not because you don't want to. It's because you don't have time. I don't have time. I just fat read. Uh, You're still buying it, which is most important. I'm still. Well, I'm. Caps on my pull list. Falcon is not. You're buying. You're buying. So you at will least buy. buying. Yeah. You will buy. Um, that's all the news that's fit to print. Should we get into this week's pull list? Yeah. Go ahead and ring that bell, John. Here's your pull list. This week on the pull list, we continue our Black Panther month. With Black Panther, A Nation Under Our Feet, Book Volume two. 2. Great, great little story here. This is the next four issues, and then it has two uh, other books we did not read. We did not read it. Oh, Lastly, okay. we didn't read the Fantastic Four either. Uh, this one is written by ta Coates and Donald McGregor. And art is by Rich Buckler and Chris Sprouse. And the cover is by Brian Stelfreeze. Brian Stelfreeze left the book for a time here. Um... He did return for the next volume, and he returned for volume... That was it. He returned for volume three, then he was done for a bit. He stepped away, and he's working on other projects. He's 
absolutely fantastic. Right now on Comixology, if you want to buy Comixology, the first four volumes are a total of 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, $13. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. It's That's so a ticket to Black Panther. Yeah, and you can read the first four volumes of this book, and it's really good. But enough about talking about the book without actually talking about the book. John, this story so far is that Black Panther has returned to his home of Wakanda, and there is a corruption inside of it, led by a man named Tetu and a woman Zenzi. N- named Zenzi, who can bring out the raw emotion inside of people. And Tetu can bond with nature. And it's really cool. All of this is led by Ezekiel Stain, which I don't think we mentioned last week, but it is. Ezekiel Stain is doing this because he wants to rule over Wakanda himself. See any relation to Obadiah Stain? It's his son. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's him and Tony had a feud after Obadiah was killed, which I didn't know. I never am sure if the Ironmonger happened in the comics or just the movie. I imagine the movie, but who's to say? I'm not a doctor. Uh, so, the first arc explored a lot of world building. It explored who Tattoo is, who Zenzi is, who Black Panther is, who um, Chengmire is, who his sister is, all of this stuff. It ended with a market explosion and Black Panther's mother was was hurt in the explosion and he's like, nope, full on war, let's go. John, how does this book open? What starts this book? Uh, well, I think it's best if we go through this book like we did the last book where we just talk about one arc versus another arc versus sure. another arc. Which story arc do you want? Which character's arc do you want to go through first? Uh, I think the quickest one to go through would be Tattoo and Zenzi. Sure. So that arc where they're just doing more of the same, looking to attack Wakanda. But uh, Chengamir, Chengamir, I don't know how to pronounce it. He's a teacher. The teacher, yeah, from the previous book. He's the coolest hair in the book. I love, I love the, yeah, dr- similar the white dreadlocks. Yeah, to Ramonda's hair as well. Yeah, the white dreadlocks with the beard mm. looks really cool. <laughs> Makes you look super wise. So he meets them, and Tetsu is like, ah, teacher. Like, he goes on Baba, which is like father. Um, he's like, um, Did you look thank God you could come here. Did you look that up on your own? No, but I started to watch Civil War last night. Ah. <laughs> and Because uh, I wanted to watch it before Black Panther. Sure. And I saw that. Uh, T'Challa calls T'Chaka Baba, so I'm like, all right, we got it. <laughs> and he also admires Changamir, so like, it just the parallel makes sense. Um, and he's like, see what your words have done. This is great. And he's like, uh, well, first really. like, yeah, no, I see, I, I see, see, I see what's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> you think you're better uh, than the people you're taking down? Because yeah, like, then he's like, then join us. And he's like, uh, no, I can't. We're not doing that. You're like the exact same as people you're trying to take down. This is this is bad. <laughs> and in the first book, we didn't really talk about it, but there's a parable that he, like, in class, the parable he's talking is like, how are we to defend ourselves against the robber inside how do you your punish house? The robber, how do you punish the robber inside your home? home? It's like, what do you do? And it's then... The unanswerable, he says it's the unanswerable question. There is no answer. Because if you say you're going to kill the man, well, then you're this. If you say you're going to leave the man, well, then you're this. There's no right answer. So... Tetsu, in heavily interpreting his teachings, says, "There, you didn't think about the answer to an answerable question. How do we punish the robber inside our home? We go outside and we burn the house down. With the robber. With the robber inside. And he's referencing uh, T'Challa and the government of, or the, the monarchy of Wakanda. Yeah. 
Now, see, what Changemeyer has done in Wakanda is very admirable. He said, I'm not saying, screw you, T'Challa. I'm saying, do we need a king? Or should we have an elected official? And a lot of people are saying, I agree with Changemeyer. Not down with government, but up with democracy. And T'Challa is saying, I totally understand where you're coming from, but it's not going to happen. I'm here. This is what's happening. Um, whereas Tetu and Zenzi are like, oh, so you meant burn it down. Start over. <laughs> Got it. And he's like, he's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not about to do that. I'm not saying burn it down, actually. I'm saying don't burn it down. I'm saying let's, let's like, rework it. It's like, it's like when you go out to get, like, ice cream and someone orders, like, vanilla and someone's like, oh, so you hate strawberry ice cream? Like, it's just, like, taking a small thing you say and, like, running with it yeah. to a degree it was not the meant internet. to happen. The internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's their whole plot. But they actually, um, the other thing they do is they recruit. So another arc is the Midnight Angels. Their arc is very, very short in this particular volume. Yeah, they're recruiting people. They are, they've, their army is getting bigger and bigger, but they side with Tetu and Zenzi. Mm-hmm. They're like, yep, we're in. We'll take down T'Challa with you. Now T'Challa's arc is really fascinating. And maybe I'm biased. <laughs> but it's really good. No, it's really good. So he's like, okay, so we're going to go at war. We're going to find the bombs first. How do we... Okay, you go ahead with that thing, because I want to jump on the next part. Okay, I really like the bomb thing. Then do it. So the bomb thing is uh, they're using arc reactors like Tony's and vibranium from Wakanda to create bombs in the hearts of people, suicide bombers. Uh, T'Challa captures one of the suicide bombers alive, and he uses a really eloquent... I'm not going to go into the whole speech, because it's just worth reading, about how... So the bomber's like, well, you let my brother die, so I'm here to I'm here to get revenge. And so T'Challa's like, oh, so you don't love your brother. I was like, whoa, yes, I do. T'Challa's like, well, if you loved your brother, you'd honor him. You'd, you'd not, you wouldn't do this. He he was a Wakandan who loved Wakanda. Yeah, and then he's like, how do you know? You don't know my brother. And then he's like, you're too busy. He's just rattling off like he did this and this and this and this. And then he's yeah, because like, oh, he's like, I'm his king. It's my it's my duty know. to know everyone. And he says like, if it were up to me, I would suffer a thousand tortures to prevent another one Wakandan death. He does love his country. He's He is openly admitted, I have done a bad job of loving my country, but I really do. And I'm really trying to make amends. <laughs> and this was a bomber's like, okay, I'll help you. Which is really cool. You were going to say. Uh, were you talking about this scene? The, yeah. This is crazy. When I was reading this, I was like, that's <laughs> insane. Go ahead. Uh, so what happens is, he's like, okay, so we got, I have a country, we have a rebellion. How do we quash a rebellion? Who would know how to quash a rebellion? <laughs> Other leaders of countries, not so good people, who have people rebel against yeah, them. Yeah, like Madripoor and... Uh, Madripoor is literally villain country. Genosha, which is ruled by um, uh, Magneto for a while. He's not known to be fairish, the fairest. Um, he's fair. Santa Marco, I'm pretty sure, is bad, right? I imagine they're all bad, but yeah. So he gets the these. Point is these are like these are like the dictators, like number one worst people. Yep, these are like the Goebbels so of he, these countries. So he assembles a council. <laughs> uh, for he assembles the council to hear like basically what not to do. Like, do you have any good ideas? No, you're all psychopaths. Okay, but that's not what gets out. No, <laughs> no. Uh, T'Challa doesn't do any speaking. He has his associate mm-hmm. do the speaking. Yep. And each leader is saying, like, oh, well, these people are awful. So what you got to do is you got to just kill them. And then he's like, you get the monologue from T'Challa of, like, this man is scum. 
and you don't trust a thing he says. They go, this man leads this country, blah, 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 blah. Now, this man is white, and he has these problems. It's a different perspective. And uh, the whole time he doesn't say a, a word yep. until, like, the way in. But he doesn't say a word about this proceedings. But there's video recording. Keep going. Okay. You're good. What was that? It happens later. It's not from this um, meeting. I thought the recording was from this meeting. It's not. Tattoo and Zenzi go to... Ezekiel Stain goes to uh, one of the guys. He goes to the one from Genosha, I believe. The fat, bald one. He goes to the one from... It doesn't matter where he's from. Genosha. He goes to one from Genosha, and he... Like, so what did you tell T'Challa? Because I know you had a meeting. And the guy's like, well, I told him to, like, take a man, woman, a killer man from this village and take all the women as slaves and keep doing it until... Yeah, keep doing it, like, keep doing daily it slash at random. To, to put the fear of God into these people. And uh, and then Zeke saying, like, well, what did he say? And he goes, well, he said no because he's, you know... He's got a conscience. But they don't... <laughs> they release that. They release... Yeah, they release it right before that cut. Part. So the country's like, um, uh, <laughs> I got like a few <laughs> questions. I, I don't know if I'm down with this T'Challa anymore. <laughs> and that's, and Charles like, you know what? That's all wrong, but they're not going to believe me. I just got to break this from the inside. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Hope you can't sway public perception. I'm mad. Yeah, no, you're kind of screwed there. Because um, people don't like you as it is. People believe what they want to believe, and they want to believe that. Yeah, exactly. So T'Challa brings, uh, he goes to attack. Ezekiel's like headquarters, but he doesn't do it alone. He lets himself get captured, and he literally he get captured. And you get the again monologue from the child going, and this is the part where they think they have me. That's this adorable. is the part where they think they won. Because again, the guy from we believe Genosha sold him out, mm-hmm. and who should step in? But the crew. The crew. Who's the in crew the crew? Is Eden. Who can like transmat um, people to different places? And apparently he died. He died at one point. I think everyone in comics who's any cool has died at some point now after Superman. Uh, Aurora, Storm, Luke Cage, <laughs> and Misty Knight with her metal arm, which is so sick. Well, I mean, she doesn't have any other way to do it. It's that or no arm. Yeah, but I was, I, when I first started reading Black Panther, I thought they rebooted Misty to having uh, her regular arm again. Like just having a full arm, but no, it was like I was I wasn't sure where Misty stood in the, in like the world again. Because this was still this was issue seven of Black Panther, so this was just after Secret Wars. I still wasn't sure where everyone stood. Um so you have this is happening, and then you have the um So the crew comes and they help destroy Ezekiel, but Ezekiel gets away because he's the bad guy and there's another arc. Well <laughs> the my favorite my favorite part of this entire arc is when Aurora's like, so why did you call us? And Black Panther's like, well, you know, because I trust you guys. And then Luke Cage is like, it's because we're black, right? It's because you couldn't you couldn't call other super... I, we get it. Like, you would, you're would, you in Africa. You guys keep appearances. Wakanda is a black country. You can't call in, like, anybody. I think there's one where it's like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. That's my favorite part. Okay. That's my, that's my favorite part. Okay. So, they, she's like, yeah, kind of. And then Misty Knight goes, well, you couldn't call in Captain America or Spider-Man. Then she goes, oh, Well, wait. I mean. And she goes, oh, wait. Because <laughs> at this point, we had Sam Wilson was sick, Captain America, and Miles Morales was a Spider-Man. Who, it was probably known was black because of the whole, like, yeah. tear in the suit, and it was a whole big deal on so social media. Good. This, that line made me laugh so hard. 
I loved it so much. She's like, oh wait, there's like a, it's a whole panel of her going, well you couldn't you couldn't call in Kazim. Oh yeah, you could have. <laughs> I mean Cap, I don't think you could have because he was dealing he's with the whole American. take back the shield. Well, yeah. he's thinking about take back the shield At thing. This point, that's a whole it's, mess. It's seven. Yeah, that's like his first arc. Oh, is it? Like they don't like him immediately. Oh, yeah, well that's that's horrible racists. Wakanda's probably like, oh, you're cool. Wakanda's probably fine, but the big American flag probably wouldn't go over well at all. Uh, so, yeah, that's my favorite part of this arc. But, so that's where, so then Black Panther's arc ends in this issue, or this um, volume, with him going in to try to get Shuri out. He's like, I found out that she's not dead. So we invented this thing to stop Thanos' army. That was a way that you are not dead or alive, you're trapped in stasis. Yeah. The Black Order yep. took it, bastardized it, and I, I'm sorry to use foul language, but like that's the best way I can do it is to take it and to like remove the father from it, the like the the people who did it originally, um, and they turned it into this: you're not alive or dead or in stasis; you're a door into another consciousness, into a different universe, essentially. So Shuri is not alive or dead; she's another like plane of existence. Yeah, so that we've seen. So Eden. He's like, Eden, I can amplify your powers. We're going after Shuri. You don't have to come. Bean's like, I would do anything for my family, so you, I know you have to do this. I'm going to help you. They go in. Now, before we get to the end of that, let's talk about Shuri's arc. Do you want to talk a little about this? Because this is great mythos, and you, I know you love mythology. Yeah, she is learning different lessons in each issue on the spirit plane. The Jajala. D-G-A-A. D-G- D-J-A-L-L-A. Sorry, it's been a long day. Hey, guy, I feel you. Um, I, I know you do. You've had a long one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's learning these stories. I only remember the last two stories. Um, but essentially, what, my favorite the of them is the cheetah. The stone's skin. And those two I remember. I remember those two. Okay, I remember the bird. I remember all of them. The bird... Uh, so there's the, okay. You tell, okay, you tell the one of the stone skin, and you tell the one of the cheetah. I will, I will double-check the other ones. So the stone skin, um, there was a woman of a village, and then a bad guy took her and enslaved her. No, no, that's you're confusing the stone and the bird. The stone one is she's married, but she's like seen as a mannish woman. Yeah, but that's how it starts. No, she's just she's married on it's it's a it's a fine marriage. It's a marriage. It's just an arranged marriage. It's not enslaved. No, she was young and taken from her city. I don't think so. Keep keep going with your story. Because the one, the bird one is one where she's taken from her city and blinded. Uh, this one, because she was taken from her city, and then they have marriage, and she has a kid in this marriage, and he thinks everything's fine, but she knows everything isn't fine. No, she's born into the court. She's a royal. She starts off royal, and there's right. marries a prince. You tell it. Go ahead. I clearly failed. Well, that's the only thing that it's. She's she was just married to a prince. She was a princess, and she was married to a prince. He becomes king. She's the only one of his wives to produce an heir. But they all make fun of her. They call her the hippo lady or the something like that. Uh, they call her the buffalo lady. And she's just because just she's a little bigger and she's strong and she's very bullheaded. She's like, this is what I'm doing. And eventually, after her husband dies and she's the only one with an heir, she's seen not as bullheaded but as persistent. She's seen not as aggressive but as intelligent and on the offensive. She ends up leading this country, or this, this early Wakanda against these intruders. And she says to her son that 
when people make fun of you, if you have a spirit of iron, it makes skin of stone. And it, it's literal. So this army comes and attacks, and she says, the whole country's like, oh, we're going to back down. We have to back down. She's like, no, you're not. Pick up your shields. Get your spears. Let's go. And they're like, oh, I don't know. She, she walks off on her own. She's like, I'll fight him myself. So some people are like, okay, I guess we'll go. And they, all, they find up following her, and her skin and their skin literally turns to stone because of their will. And it's awesome. And what she learns from that is like, don't back down. Mm-hmm. But it's all these little mythos stories that she, they like, build up this knowledge. Yeah, I... Don't remember the bird one, other than apparently the setup. But the cheetah one, uh, which is my favorite one, where there's a boy. He's very sure of himself. And he runs all day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's a butt. Uh, Runs all day, finds a cheetah, and is like, hey, I'm the fastest kid. I'm faster than I know. I can outrun you. Cheetah's like, no, you can't, you village boy. I got feet that are faster than fire. And he's like, uh,. I can do it. He's like, all right, let's go. And the cheetah wins because the boy, the cheetah said village boy, and that got to his psyche. But then he realized it, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I don't get it. Why can't I do it? And he races him time and time and time and time and time again. Then he realized that if he stopped getting in his own head about it, he could beat the cheetah. And he does. And that's the lesson she learned. It's like, yeah, get out of your own head. The other two stories are the bird story and the village story. So the village story is pretty simple. It's just uh, a uh, outcoming fiefdom comes to early Wakanda and is like, we're taking over. We'll be back tomorrow for our gifts. The And the king's like, that's not happening. And he like retreats into the country. And so then they, the fiefdom comes back and they're like, okay, we're going to come steal. The, where's everybody? Where's all our gifts? So they go to like villages. The village attacks them. They go to the woods. The woods, people in the woods attack them. Like, it's just like the, the moral of the story is like the nation is what is strong. Mm-hmm. It's not one person. The last story is my favorite one is um, a woman is sold into slavery. Um, and her people, if they see the power of the sun, they, they're able to get into the power of the sun and they're able to turn into birds and literally fly. And it's like a representation of freedom. And she is blindfolded and sold into slavery, and the man keeps her in a basement so she can't see the sun, so she won't remember. So she won't be able to fly. And she has kids with him, and she ends up, like, sticking around, and she thinks she's happy, but she knows that she's not, and he thinks she's happy, but then eventually he realizes you can't keep freedom caged up, no matter how hard you try, and things are going to leave no matter what. So he actually releases... Her, he puts her up out in the sun so she can fly away with her children. And it starts off horrible, and but it's the man realizing that freedom is not something you can cage. Yeah. And it takes some time for him to get there, but he eventually does get there, and he's, like, forgiven for his mis- for his indiscretions. Um, so she's learning all this these lessons through these stories told by her mother, but it's not really her mother. It's a representation of her mother as told by From all her of consciousness, yeah. And as this is happening, what's happening to her physically, John? She is, her hair is becoming white because she's getting more knowledge. And that's one thing both Changamir and Ramonda. I keep wanting to say Ramonda. Ramona. Have a lot of white hair to convey wisdom and insight and knowledge. And as she's gaining that, her hair is also becoming white. It's really cool. It's super cool. So it ends the whole arc. All those two arcs come together where Black Panther goes in and then he's immediately sent back out. He's like, Oh, did we get Shuri? Oh god, her body's gone. And he turns around and she's like, No, see 
I didn't learn anything new, brother. Or was, what is how does she end it? It's really cool. She says, I'm gonna find Not the exact. Nine. It's eight. I was wrong. So she comes back and she says, "Here, T'Challa. I'm sorry. I have not discovered anything on the other side, but I remember everything. She's learned all of the history of Wakanda." And that's a throwback to her with Ramondo. She's like, "Hey, like I discovered these ruins." She goes, "You didn't discover anything. Mm-hmm. These ruins it. were here. Yeah, you remembered it was here." Which is really so that's cool. a callback to that, which is really cool. And she's in amazing armor. It's kind of like the Midnight uh, Angel. Angels, but it's not. But it's like a regular armor, not prototype angel flying armor. It's really cool. But Shuri's back, and she looks totally dope. And I'm super excited for all of this. Uh, and that's where that ends. And so we will wrap it up next week. But, John, what do you think so far? What do you think? Where do you think it's going to go? I know we talked about last week. Obviously, Black Panther's going to win. But what? Where do you th- did you expect Shuri to come back? Yes. Like this? I expect her to come back. So you expect her to come back more powerful? Because she looks more powerful. Yeah. She wanted a spirit quest, so she should get a reward from that. I I was not expecting it. I was expecting her to be stuck there for the whole arc, and it would be something at the end of, after the arc. I was expecting her to come back in the next one. But she's clearly going to factor in to the next thing. Now, you asked a question before we recorded about the crew. You thought the crew was... A game from Ubisoft. Oh my god. Get out. I'm so done with you today. Now, John, when it says, here comes the crew. No, it says, okay, issue seven on the cover. Yeah. It says, number one, the crew begins here. Yes. And to to John, John's fair. It, it's, he said, it like, oh, so that, that must have been, like, the arc. Because, no. like, that's what it looks like. For and sure. that's what it says. That's how the model books go. It's technically not lying, though, because the crew was its own book. These four got a book um, with Black Panther showing up. So it's Luke. It's... Uh, Misty, it's Aurora, and it's Eden. From what I understand, if you like the, if you like Black Panther and you like those characters, it's a good book. I didn't read it, but that's just because I have so much on my plate already. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's good. I- I'll have to check it out eventually. Um, hopefully, when it's all in trade, and I can just go just binge it. Um, but I liked them in this. I just, Misty is such a like. It's like a seventies. Black Product over film. time. It's so, but like she's now, and it's so funny. It's just the, like the lingo, she is so fun, and I love her. And you should read Sam Wilson. I need to. I need to. It's also like a, another superhero of color, like I'm clearly in. Um, but I love the crew in this. I love them with Black Panther, and I love that line. Hey, you just can't call super, you can't call uh, Captain America Spider Man. Oh wait, <laughs> it's so funny. I think I sent you that when I read it originally, and you were like, "Haha, that's great." <laughs> <laughs> but like now it's funnier. But uh, any thoughts before we move on to the next volume? No, I'm excited to read more. I'm incredibly jacked to see the movie. Are you excited to like finish the arc? It's yeah, like, it's like like an end, a conclusion. It's a it's a satisfying like it's a conclusion. Good. It wraps this up nicely. Then it's like you can move on to the next thing if you want, or you can be done. And then Secret Empire happens. It does. I haven't gotten to that part in Black Panther when Secret Empire happens, but I'm sure it'll be fascinating at the very least it has to be good well yeah i imagine they deal with the shard that is in wakanda yep all that all that jazz all right but let's get to the outro and that's the podcast this week john what are we doing next week 
Next week we will be the thrilling conclusion. Volume three of A Nation Under Our Feet, written by Tanahasi Coates, drawn by Brian Stelfreeze. It's a good time. It's a good, uh, good conclusion. Looking forward to it. I'm excited, and I think you'll like it. Um. We're also seeing the Black Panther movie this week, so expect our Black Panther one-shot. As soon as we can get it to you. Unfortunately, I will be out of town this weekend, so it'll be tough to do it this weekend, so probably early next week. We have a late show, so we'll be able to record after. Yeah. Probably early And we can't record before because we're not psychics. Not yet. You're right. I always tell my students that I say, I can't read your mind. I'm still working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so hopefully early next week. Uh, we will have it no matter what. It just may take up some time. But I guess it's not the end of the world because then you can see the movie. It gives people more of a chance to see the movie. But what's exciting is it's Valentine's Week, John, and we got a new sponsor. We do. Uh, findemin.com. You can go on there, and it's specifically for women or men seeking men, I guess, because it's all the, the ad only has men in it. I don't know. Uh, but we'll actually let him tell you all about it. Uh, have a great week, and we'll see you later. Welcome to findemin.com. We promise you will find Amen. My name's Chris. I'm a movie buff. I, well, more than a buff. I, I have a screenplay. Um, I'm shopping around to a few places. So, so far, no one's interested. So, if you're looking, I'm out there. But I'm hoping you could be my leading lady. up my name's trev and i like to play disc golf and play the guitar also i'm sick so like hit me up my name's steve i'm about six foot five 250 pounds all muscle i'm about 97 years old took some time off uh some solitude but uh but we're thawed now we're looking to looking to to grab my uh grab a grab my best girl and take her to a dance hope that's you somebody's brock i like to lift call me i will not call you first i also like puppies my favorite color is magenta my name's dave i'm 26 i'm a head chef and i'm a chef i well i cook i well I have a working microwave, um, which is great for weekends of Netflix. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Hopefully you'll be trending soon. Hello, I'm Bruce. I'm very rich and handsome. Take long walks in the prison, the beach. See, you merely adopted the single life. I was born into it, molded by it. I didn't see a woman until I was already mad. When my inbox is in ashes, then you have my permission to date me. And I'm John, and that's the podcast this week.
follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at MaesterLaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also, find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. All music provided by BenSound.com. Remember, we're not experts, we're fans. 